can we, time out. Why do you have to tell us how they died? Why can't you just rattle off the dogs you've had? I'm sorry. Like, this is really sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's terrible. And then uh, Jake. Jake died of natural causes. Jake was the most freaking OG gangster amazing dog of all time. He was part black lab, part coon hound. And he had an unbelievable coon hound, like, howl on him. He would, he, we never trained him. He would just treat coons for fun. We never trained him. I'd shoot him and they'd fall to the ground and he'd like use them as a chew toy. And then he'd go bury them somewhere on the farm. And then like a month later, he'd dig them up and go bury them somewhere else. I Sounds like kind of like a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Sounds That's like why he's I like love the Jeffrey so Dahmer of dogs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello, you beautiful scoundrels, you. It's probably Monday morning or Monday afternoon, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday morning. You guys are listening. Could be Thursday or Friday or Saturday, too. <laughs> That's true. Could, I mean, it could be Sunday if you want to get technical. Yeah, and it could be a Monday the following week after this came out. And you're listening to the Back Roads and Bonfires podcast featuring myself, Adam Pedersen, and the one and only voice of the Alta Aurelia Warriors, Ryan Burkhardt. I, I don't. I don't know about that. Uh, Timmy Galvin, also one of the key, key cogs of that. Tim, the Toolman Galvin. Yeah. You know what I was just thinking? What? It's possible that someone's listening to this in like the year twenty thirty two. Yeah. And uh, you've just been arrested, and they're, this is evidence, so they're going back to try to trace where it all went wrong. Oh. That's crazy to think about. Actually, true story. I've thought about like. I, this is I, crazy. I have a lot of fun doing this podcast with you. But one of the things that I think is kind of cool is it's kind of going to be a time capsule for my kids. You know, like someday I'll be dead and gone and my kids will have hours of me just talking about stuff. Yeah, that'd be know? great. And, you know, my dad's no longer with us. And if I had hours of my dad joking around with his friends on a podcast, I would cherish it. I would love yeah. it. Gosh, that's a good call. It's, it is going to be like a little time capsule. Yeah. Uh, and my kids will be like, my dad had really strong thoughts on dogs riding on people's laps in cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's great. I didn't think of that. that that's exciting. I'm going to be nostalgic for what we're talking about right now in the year 2040. Um. We're having these musings and meanderings and thoughts and lists and drafts taking place in the Vista Paints studio. Vista Paints, your premier place to buy paint located in Storm Lake, Iowa, owned by a beautiful family, the Buckholtzes. I was just texting with Chad right now. How about that? Good old Burke works there. I do work there and I love working there and. You get in there and scratch out a few hours in a week when you can. I do. And uh, I work a lot with Tony right now because yep. Chad's coaching basketball. And I always enjoy walking through the door and hearing Tony say, there he is. <laughs> he just makes me feel good. Every day. Tony's awesome. He really is. He uh, 
just a great guy. I like when he's watching old westerns up front. <laughs> Sometimes in the afternoon, we're just kind of waiting for a customer to get in. Kind of all the daily stuff's done. Tony puts on a little gun smoke, a little bonanza or something. That sounds awesome. Why he's and maybe he's doing some paperwork while it's on. But <clears throat> Saturdays in the fall are really fun to work there because we always have college football on while we're yes. working. Yes, awesome. Man, so I love that. Today, I actually had a customer stop me in the public and said, "Hey, like." Eight years ago, we stained some trim and we got it from Vista Paints. Do you guys, we lost this can of stain. Do you guys know what stain we would have gotten? I said, we keep all that stuff for the last 10 years. So if even one ounce of colorant went into that stain, like it wasn't a purely stock stain, which most of the time it's not. Mm -hmm. We have that ticket. So that's crazy. If you get your stuff from Vista Paints and you get some custom color in your dining room and Eight years later, you know, somebody dings up your wall and you're like, we should repaint that. We got it. You come in, we'll mix up a brand new can. It'll look just like the one you bought eight years prior. And we'll amazing. take care of you. We'll take care of you. That is amazing. And I'm so certain that if you buy it at Walmart or Ace, they're probably not going to have that you catalog. Can walk into Walmart and go, eight years ago, I bought a can of paint here. They're going to go, I don't, what are you talking about, dude? Yeah. I don't know. We don't keep track of who bought paint here eight years ago. Yep. Vista Paints does, though. Sure do. Because we're running a tight ship. Sure do. You know, so mention the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. You get 10 big old percent off. You're in luck. Even if you've missed the giveaway, you go to Bruce Bolt's website by using the link on my Facebook page, Burkhart Baseball. You're going to get 10% off anything on Bruce Bolt's website. I love it. So get your batting gloves, your shin guards, you your arm sleeves. They sell a ton of stuff on Bruce Bolt's website. So go yeah. to my Facebook page, find the link, click it, and get 10% off. It's time we revolt against Walmart and Shields and Amazon. Let's start supporting the little guy, the local business. That's right. And you know what? You're supporting the little guy, but I'm beating their prices. Yep. So you're actually helping yourself yes. by supporting the little guy. Help I'm not him asking you help to, you help him. I'm not asking you to come to Burkhart Baseball and pay more. I'm asking you to come to Burkhart Baseball and pay less. Yep. And get the same quality sports equipment. 100%. 100%. Love it. Do that. Go to Vista Paints. Um, and then buy some Pedersen beef. Yeah. We got a whole operation going on. We here. do. We get your paint, your sports equipment, and your meat. Can you imagine all that under one brick and mortar? What would we call that? Paint, meat, and glove. <laughs> That'd be a weird Venn diagram of like those three things coming together in the same store. It reminds me of Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec. He gets everything from food and stuff. Yep. Food and stuff. And he gets his meat there, but also he got like a stuffed crow <laughs> because that's the stuff of food and stuff and yeah. a toilet seat. Oh, man. Um, I'm hey, not going to read this on the air, but I gotta Tim. I got to stop you real quick. Oh, I'm looking at your baseball jerseys. Yes. You played third base. Third base. And you wore number 41. Hot corner. Do you know who else played third base and wore number 41? A Hall of Famer? Chipper Jones? No, he wore number 10. Dang it. I knew that. It Robin Young. It is an Atlanta Brave. Dale Murphy. And my son is partially named after him. Roy Hobbs? Eddie <laughs> Matthews. Ooh, how about Hall that? of Fame, third baseman for the Braves. Number 41 played third base. How about that? Yep. That's awesome. Hit over 500 homers. Um. Okay. What about Tim? So, Tim... Co-voice of the Warriors with you, frequenter of this pod. I'm not big, big time Timmy Jim. Yeah, I'm not going to read this but this text message. But he just sent was me, it from him? Like right now? Yes, he just sent me one. And let me just say that guy's a rascal. I'll read it to you off the air. But that guy is a rascal. So 
I'm just gonna. I was gonna save this, but let's just segue right into it. You brought up third base, Hall of Fame baseball, and this might surprise you, but I'm gonna say congrats to Joe Mauer, Twins player. Uh, it's probably come across over the years that I hate him. I don't hate the guy. Have very fond memories. It's really hard for you to give praise to literally anybody. <laughs> I know. Your standards are so yeah, high. I think I need therapy for that. <laughs> if we're being honest, um, yeah, I. Uh, very fond memories of him. Unbelievable moments watching him as a twin. I just sometimes wish he would have delivered more with guys on base. But honestly, looking, I was looking back at a lot of videos that were being posted about him, and I'm not gonna lie, I was getting emotional watching oh, some of them. The Justin Morneau tribute. Video, oh my gosh, it got a little dusty in here. Yeah. I was, I had to wipe my eye a little bit. Yeah, and I was just remembering those moments, and it just, man. He never won a playoff game, which is just so sad. Those Twins teams, they had some good teams. But it made me super nostalgic for the early 2000s, those warm summer nights. And I'd just I'd be hanging out. We had, we had just gotten uh, DirecTV, and my dad made it a point to make sure we had Fox Sports North. And we were just – I'd get done working on the farm. I would totally put off hanging out with friends to sit at home and watch Twins games with my dad. And I just remember those late nights getting on bail and hay. We might come in about fourth inning, and you're sitting down. It's hot out getting the air conditioning and just watching a twins game. And I got super nostalgic for it. Cause I think when they got Joe Maurer, that's like right when I was like coming in to my prime, like sports fandom, I was like 13. You're finally getting old enough to like really get into it. Man, Joe Maurer. I th- wasn't Joe Maurer a rookie in like 2005. No, I think 2002. I think you're right. I want to say I'm just happy for the guy. Um, I knew he'd be a hall of famer. Wasn't sure if he'd be first ballot or not, but just a now he his true rookie season was 05. Okay. He played 35 games in 04. Oh dang. Yeah, like that's like a on a, like this a handful of things that I think of that instantly like make me super nostalgic and it's seeing like those twins highlights with him and Morno cuz I just remember chilling and watching games all the time. Really good Twins teams. It's yeah. too bad that the front office couldn't put a few more pieces around them and hang on to Santana and like really go for it. Mhm. You know, um, seeing well, the I'm sorry, I've got my legs tucked under this chair and I, I'm 37 years old and I'm like pretzeled into this chair. One <laughs> second. Um, the old me would have just fished right out of there, but my <laughs> my legs don't work with it like they used to. Watching the Maurer tribute video made me realize how old I am. Dude, I was like, dude, we're, we're old. so old that Maurer's in the Hall of Fame. Like I like two days ago, he was like playing for the twins and I was in college and mm-hmm. yeah, this is weird. Yeah. It got me thinking like, like seeing those twins highlights of those guys instantly takes me back to, and I have like 10 to 15 moments just hit inst- like just flood my head and remember where I was when this crazy moment happened. Um, and I was thinking like, gosh, when I see old sports center commercials, when someone shares something that makes me like nostalgic for when I was hanging out in spirit Lake at my grandma's. Cause that was the only time we watched, we had cable. To why I remember I just lived for watching Sports Center there, but it made me think. Do you have like something like that that just right away takes you back to those moments like nostalgia? Today, um, I actually had a hitting lesson with Tom's son Elijah, and for some reason, John Tesh's round ball rock was stuck in my head. So I got to the facility before Elijah, and when I was <coughs> Waiting for him to show up, I put round ball rock on the loudspeakers, and it just took me back to like incredible being a kid, and it's like a a winter night, and you're watching the NBA on NBC, and it's like 
incredible. Bulls, Knicks. Maybe it's like even a, a twin bill. It's Bulls, Knicks and like Sonic's Blazers or something. Yeah. Just hearing Marv Albert and Bill Walton and that song and just that song always came on too. And it would get it would get to that part of the song where it slows down a little bit and the guys are all in their warmups and the camera's just showing them getting their jumpers in and you know they're about ready to do starting lineups and you're like this is going to be an awesome 2 hours. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, good times, good times. Well, congratulations Joe Mauer, um Johan Santana, probably going to get in. I don't know how many more people from those teams will get in, but uh those were some fun years. Uh never delivered in the postseason, but just so many, so many fun summer memories. Um, I think too. I, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Mauer getting elected. I think they said the Twins now have a full lineup of Hall of Famers. Like they needed a catcher, yep. and I don't think at. I don't know if Atlanta does. I don't no. know if we. I don't know that we have a catcher in the Hall of Fame. I did see Dale Murphy's son oh. retweeted Mauer it's, getting in, and was a little salty that his dad's not in. Dale Murphy not being in is an absolute. Travesty. I saw his stats and I was like, I think this guy deserves to be it. He was arguably the best player of the eighties. Yeah. I mean, he won back to back MVPs. Um, it's just so unfortunate that he played for the Braves at a time when they weren't good. Yeah. They were bad in the eighties. The numbers. And he he they let him go the year before they went to the World Series. Dang. So he, his last year with the Braves, they were in last place, and the first year he was gone as first place World Series against the Twins. Mm. I do have hope that Murphy will make it in on the Veterans Committee. I have two questions. Um, Actually, I have a few questions. What makes string cheese cheesy? Or string cheese stringy? I'm eating. You want to start that over? (laughs) What makes string cheese stringy? The fact that you can pull it apart into strings. I know, but how do they do that? I was eating some. I got some in my fridge. I was eating a stick the other night. Can't and I'm you, just trying to figure out how they do that. Can't you do that with all Swiss cheese? It's Swiss, right? That's the cheese. Oh, there's. It's not mozzarella. It's Swiss. No, there's multiple kinds. It's not Swiss. It's always Swiss. I, I think it's Mott's. I'm not 100 percent sure. I, I think it's so. Mott's, but it, either or, it's like Swiss. I think all Swiss cheese has that consistency. Mm-mm. No, there's got to be something to it. I'm confused. I do you buy Swiss che- or string cheese? Uh, this was the first time I bought it in I five it. years. I love it. It's, it's such, such a, great a fun snack. snack. Yeah, it is. Hey. Jinx. Jinx. I ate like three sticks and I was like, I'm good. I'm full. I like a string cheese with like some, just like putting some wheat thins in a bowl or something. Yeah. So I was just eating and I was like, it's good with meat. How do they do this? Those rascals. I've, I've learned that I don't really love lunch meat. Like you can't eat it like you would with cheese and crackers. It's just mm. different. Mm-hmm. I'm, what kind of. When when you get like a meat and cheese tray, there's it's like almost like there's something different about the meat that makes it better for that. Oh yeah, that medium. Oh yeah, for sure, without question. Yeah, totally on, spot on there. I love a good meat and cheese tray. Like, Same, love it. I gravitate towards it at a party. Yeah, I'm not a big like roast beef guy, but if there's roast beef and like the little triangle on there, love it. I devour it. I actually like to get lunchables on like road trips. Stop at a gas station. I'd rather get a lunchable than a bag of chips. Yeah, yeah, I like lunchables. I yeah. don't know what. The, that meat's probably not super healthy. Oh, they're clutch. Milk duds don't get the love they deserve. That's because they're not very good. They're pretty mid. They're pretty mid. I love. Aren't they milk just malt like I malted milk balls? Love milk duds so much. Are what those are, the? Are those just the malt ones? Yeah, the little ball look like rabbit turd. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, they're, I mean they're not bad. I but love like, sucking on them. Like the outer coating comes off, and then it gets real gooey. I can only have like one or two. What about milk duds? I don't love those. I just said milk duds. 
Oh, I thought we were talking about. Uh, I just said milk. What duds. am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but I said milk. Duds. Whoops. <laughs> um, maybe I'm thinking of malted milk balls. Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of Whoppers. <laughs> Whoppers. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Whoppers. <laughs> you know that that's on me. <laughs> So Milk Duds, I love so much. One of my favorite chocolates, hands down. I yeah, just, when you said gooey, I was like, no, the inside's crunchy, but that's yeah. Whoppers. I love them. And I don't think they get the love they deserve. People don't talk. When people are listening like chocolates, they're like Snickers, Kit Kat, Milky Way. What's inside which, of a Milk Dud? Is it caramel? I, I, I think it's caramely, yes. Or is it caramel? But it's all just like, it's not like chocolate outside, caramel middle. I think it's it's kind of... All mixed together. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Isn't um, isn't a milk dud more of a movie theater candy? Yes, that's usually where I buy them. I will say though, you know what else is a movie theater candy? Is those little um, Sour Patch Kids? Um, no. Yeah. The um, Nestle. They're like little crust, like little not crust. God dang it! I'm sorry. They're like little clusters. Oh, I know what you're talking about. But they're like Nestle Crunch brand. Yep, yep I know what you're talking they about. They like don't really exist outside of movie theaters. No, like little nibs or something. That's Twizzlers. Oh, whoops. Um, yeah, I, I think Milk Duds, Kit Kat, Snickers, and geez, Louise, like a Nut Rageous or that might be like my Mount Rushmore candy bars right there, chocolate bars. Whoa. Bunch of Crunch. That's what it's called. Nestle ah. Bunch of Crunch. What? What's what's your Mount Rushmore of of candy bars? Like chocolate candy bars, so like milk dud counts. Does Reese's peanut butter cups count as Snicker. a candy bar? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going milk dud. If we're just like doing chocolate, I'm going milk dud, Kit Kat, Snickers. Man, I'm a big nutrageous fan. But probably gonna go Nutrageous. Milk Dud, Snicker, Kit Kat, and then probably the Reese's egg. The Reese's egg? Yeah, it's 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 Reese's in perfection form. I think I would go Snickers. Hundred grand, so good. Kit Kat, great. Twix, oh, dang! I forgot about Twix. Twix is so good. I'll I'm, stick with mine though. Yeah, yeah. So these milk duds, problem with them, so sticky. They get to get to the point where I'm like, is it going to rip a feeling out? Yeah, that's like you get almost like cement buildup on your teeth. Yeah. And so it made me think, like, what's the candies you're most afraid of ripping a filling out? I have four written down, but outside of milk dud. But I was thinking like dots, those get insanely sticky. I don't really love a lot of fruit candy, yeah. like Skittles. I like oh, yeah. I'll eat like a handful of Skittles. Mm. I like orange and yellow starbursts. That's kind of it for the like. I've never been a huge Airhead guy. I'll have a or excuse me, Airhead. I don't really like Airheads. Laffy Taffy. I like a yeah. little bit of Laffy Taffy. Oh yeah, I like them both. Yeah, dots. A uh, bit of honey. That's that's for yeah. sure danger zone in your mouth. Charleston um, Chew. <laughs> Charleston Chew. Swedish Fish. And uh, the last one I wrote down, circus, this one is Circus Peanut. <laughs> circus Peanut. Caramel Apple Sucker. Oh. We had some of those at church, and I grabbed a handful and brought them home, and I was just occasionally eating them. Dangerous. I feel like the Dangerous. Caramel Apple Sucker like didn't exist until we were in like fourth grade, and then it just was everywhere. Yeah, and they're so good. Don't you remember like a th- like when caramel apple suckers came on the scene? Yeah, someone out there might be like, "Um, that candy was invented in 1982," and I'm gonna be like, "Well, it didn't hit Iowa till 1996." Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And it exploded, and it, it was like at every like high school concession stand. I feel like yep, to this day, still one of the goatiest of suckers. To this day, <laughs> to this day, to this day. <laughs> um, 
I like those big smarty suckers. Those are great. Pure sugar. Those are great. Unbelievably good. Yep. And a Love great- a blow pop and a Tootsie Pop too. Yep. So good. And those those big old sugary suckers, great tracheotomy stem. You ever had a you ever had nerd clusters? Oh yeah. They're like fantastic. They're like eating little springy trampolines of nerds. Like oh, they're, they're so very good. bouncy in they're, your mouth. They're great. But again, I can have like two or three and then I'm like, I'm getting a stomach ache. Yeah, that's fair. As a kid, I loved at high school sports concession stands getting a box of gobstoppers. Oh, freaking gobstoppers were elite. Those and mambas were my thing. Not chewy gobstoppers. Oh, the hard ones. The hard ones. Yeah. Yep. I ain't no wussy. Mambas, so good. We didn't have those. Never heard of it until like you brought it up a couple years ago. What? No. Aren't oh my ma- gosh, they're so good. They're just poor man Starburst. They're better than Starburst, in my opinion. Actually, the poor man Starburst is now and later. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I mean? so true. Now and later is a poor man it's Starburst. It's even wrapped the same. I know, but it's like not nearly as good. Oh, no. No. It's like if you wanted Coke and your parents got you RC Cola. That's yep. what the now and later is to, compared to the Starburst. Um, but like sweet tarts and gobstoppers. So I was good. a big fan of. Yeah. Oh, those, won- those Wonka candies. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to dentists. I'd love to see a live video like sometime of them putting a filling in because they must jam those babies in there. And that cement they use. I've never had one. So I don't is know. clutch because there's been times I thought for sure I'm ripping one out and I didn't. So shout out to dentists. What happened to the gobstopper? Is it around? I've never seen it. I don't see him in gas stations. The kids at all. aren't eating them. Yeah, I don't see him in gas stations I at all. Poking that little perforated hole in the corner of the box and just passing it around with your friends in the stands oh, yeah. at like a basketball game. Yep. That was the thing to do. All right. That was exciting. Um back when a caramel apple sucker was twenty five cents. Yeah. Now it's like a dollar forty or five dollars, who knows? Yeah. All right. It's time for the meat of this episode, and we are going to do a draft that everyone is going to love and it is going to tug at our heartstrings. You're especially gonna love it if you got that dog in you. And it's gonna tug at heartstrings. It's gonna it's gonna be emotional. It's gonna be nostalgic. It's gonna be happy. And we're doing a fictional dog draft. Now this doesn't mean just cartoon dogs. It nope. can be live action dogs, but they were playing a character. Character in a movie, yep. Or a show. Uh we're gonna do a draft. So many out there. Um, did you grow up with a dog? Yes. Had Butch, I can't remember what he was, like a collie, uh, no, not a collie, like an Australian something. He's just, I might. He, was, he was a little fella. I love that dog so much. Had crazy, crazy bunnies. Great vertical on that dog. I watched that dog jump like five foot fences. It was in bonkers. Wow. I uh, love that dog to death. Wow. Yep. He uh, got really old. And was sleeping behind the wheel of my dad's pickup one day. Oh, no. Didn't wake up on my dad's side of the truck. Backed over him. Game so over. you think he was already gone? Uh, I hope so. I hope he died quickly. My dad felt so terrible. Uh, and then after him, we had Boomer. And then from there, we went to Jazzy and Jake. Jazzy was a chocolate lab who got hit by a car. Found her laying on the road one day dead. Can we, time out. <laughs> Why do you have to tell us how they died? Why can't you just rattle off the dogs you've had? I'm sorry. Like, this is really sad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's terrible. And then uh, Jake. Jake died of natural causes. Jake was the most freaking OG gangster amazing dog of all time. He was part black lab, part coon hound. And he had an unbelievable coon hound, like, howl on him. He would. He would. We never trained him. He would just treat coons for fun. We never trained him. I'd shoot him. 
and they'd fall to the ground and he'd like use them as a chew toy. And they'd go bury them somewhere on the farm. And then like a month later, he'd dig them up and go bury them somewhere else. I Sounds like kind of like a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Sounds That's like why he was I like the so Jeffrey much. Dahmer of dogs, <laughs> digging up dead bodies and then just oh, to bury them again. Yeah, it was, man, I love that dog so much. I loved all of our dogs. They're great. I'm a dog lover. I had dogs growing up. Um, we had a schnauzer named Cosby. That name did not age well. Um, had him for a while as a kid. He chewed up some stuff, never stopped barking. I did like the dog. Um, and then when we moved out to the country, a f- relative gave us a like a purebred coon hound. Mm-hmm. And we had like no use for it. We named it Shaq because it was massive. Dude, coon hounds are Shaquille. awesome. Um, and it, we just, my dad like built a dog run for it. And we just felt bad that we didn't do anything with it because we're not really dog people. So after a little while, we just gave it back to our relative. We're like, this dog is not enjoying its life being in a little dog run. Mm-hmm. And like, I was afraid of it. So um, I am way more of a cat person, although I have no desire to own any animals because I don't like pet hair at yeah. all. I dislike pet hair tremendously. Um, but I did see a video today of a dog being really sweet with its owner. And it's like, I get why people like dogs. Oh, man, like, they just make you feel great. I wish these animals did not shed, and I wish my family was not allergic to them. The only other drawback to dogs, in my mind, with the, the allergies and the shedding, is like they're kind of a burden when you want to go places. Like I know people who it's like they're always ducking out early of family stuff or not coming at all because it's like, well, we couldn't find someone to watch the dogs. Well, we couldn't bring the dogs. It's like, okay, now the dog is like, those are people Inhi- who need inhibiting to let go. your ability to like hang out with your family. Those are people who need to chill out and realize the dog will be okay for a couple more hours without them. Yeah, those are people who'd rather watch a human die than a dog. I like the idea of a dog like sitting with me on the couch. Yeah, I hate the idea of a dog being in my bed. Like yeah. that sounds terrible. Same. No way. Yeah. No Some way people are like, oh yeah, the dog sleeps right between me and my spouse, and I'm like, that sounds horrendous. I want no part of that. Yeah. I absolutely will have a dog again, but it'll be when I am living in the country and it's an outdoor dog. I'll build it a wonderful, awesome place to live. Or if I have a nice shop, I'll just let it chill and sleep in the shop. I might let it in the house occasionally to hang out with me, but it will not be a house dog. I do not like dogs either that like I know a lot of these people that have dogs on their farms. As soon as I pull into the driveway, the dog is going berserk and like waiting to just jump on me and attack me. And it's like. I don't want to. I don't like dogs like that. Like, yeah. where's the chill dog? You would have loved Jake. Yeah. Jake just slowly walked up with his, and he'd look at you and just have his tail wagon and just stand there. No Perfect. jump. No, no. He'd just Perfect. stand. He'd like look at you, maybe give him a little scratch on the head and walk on by. I do not like dogs that jump on you. Yep. But, right. but if I'm, if I'm being honest, it's cats all the way. Yeah. Love cats. That's fair. Everyone, everyone's got their Me things. Me and Brad Elder send each other cat videos all the time on Instagram. <laughs> Like some cat flies into a room on tile and like loses control, like drifting into the room and slams into something and like spazzes out and runs out. We just send it to each other. It's so funny. I am not a cat guy, but their videos are funny. Cat videos are way funnier than dogs. Especially videos. when they get spooked and all of a sudden they jump like eight feet straight in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I do think cats are a funnier animal than a dog. Yeah, for sure. Dogs are more useful. Yeah. And I think the companionship bond with a dog is more, but. Comedy wise, they're not even on the same level as cats. Yep. It's not even close. Yep. Actually, I think you should go first okay. because you're such a dog person. All right. Fair. I think I think that's only fair. But 
I do want you to know that if you pick my number one dog, I'm going to come across this table like that guy in the video jumping at the judge. Oh, my gosh. I so want to take your number one now. All right. You do this a lot. Like, I go, there's a list of 25 dogs. What are the odds he takes my dog number one? And then you do it. All right. (laughs) Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you truly take the one you want at number one and not do the one that you think I want? I'm not going to do the one you think you want. I'm going to draft... I have my favorites, but I do not at all think you'll take them. Okay. So I want to save them for later and try to get another good one. Okay. And that's why I'm going number one, Hooch. Okay. From Turner and Hooch. Fair. I need to write this down, too. He's on my list. Hooch, that is one of the saddest moments of all time. Okay. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about these dogs. If you haven't seen these movies, I'm sorry, but most of them are old. When Hooch takes a bullet for his owner and gets shot protecting his owner that's one of the sad that's like simon Birch sad that was sad man and tom hanks is crying and holding his bloody dog i've never seen that movie oh frick were you gonna watch it <laughs> no i have him on my list Shoot. but i've never seen it do not ruin it for me i okay. i figured more you'd be mad at me that i've never seen it oh i mean man it's an awesome one to watch with your kids for real that sounded violent. Except what I just traumatizing said, end. but it is. I remember I watched it when I was probably like ten. It's so good. So that's my first one. We'll snake draft it. So you're gonna get two in a row. <sighs> okay, number one. We're drafting five each. Oh, I think we should draft ten. Ten each. I think we can get ten. Holy each. crap! I figured we'd let's draft shoot for five. seven. Let's shoot for seven, seven. and then do some honorable mentions. Okay, seven. Okay, this one we was, could get there, but that's a big draft. This was far and away easy for me to come up with okay. for my number one. Okay. Can I guess it? No. Okay. I'll say it, and you can tell me if that's what you were thinking. Okay. It's Wishbone. Oh, that's not what I was thinking. Wishbone was low-key wow. goaded. Wishbone was awesome. Wishbone was like, A, he was hilarious. Yep. B, he taught you about pop- He taught you about literature yep. and like popular books you should know. Um, his owner, Joe, was cool, but I just loved that show so much. It was great. You know what? I need to find that show online and see if like I can- like that could be something my kids watch. Yeah, I learned a lot, a lot about a lot of famous books from Wishbone. Oh, Wishbone's such a classic, dude. Yeah, it's so good. All right. Oh, it's my pick. Yep, two in a row. Here we go. Okay. So many good dogs. I gotta go with my man Airbud. Airbud. I mean, he's the only like amazing so athlete I... dog on this list. Yeah, I left him off my list because I despise him so much. <laughs> do you despise him, or do you despise me and Tom's love of Airbud? Uh, probably. I probably despise him because of that freaking athlete draft we did. Okay, so I got Wishbone. Are you keeping track of these picks? <sighs> yep. Okay, go ahead. What's your next pick? All right, I get two now. My next pick is a dog who's literally me, I think. Spastic, high energy, ADD, doesn't always quite listen, and it's Chance from Homeward Bound. Nice. I love Chance. Chance was me. Chance was awesome. Voiced by, in a Michael, way, voiced by Michael J. Fox. In a way, Chance was me and Shadow was you. Because I'm just going spastic, taking risks, and you're like the voice of reason. I like that. <laughs> All right. And then after Chance, I'm going to go. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Hercules. The, oh, good pick. The Beast from Sandlot. Yes. Classic dog turned out to be just a big old slobbery lover. They were so scared of it. And then it just turns out to be... Just a, isn't it great though that character? How 
you don't see it for so much of the movie. It's such a prominent character in the movie, but it's not actually present in the movie until the end. Well done, Sandlot. Right. And well done. A lot of times people don't understand when they're watching the movie, especially young kids, they'll go, that dog was so fake. Like the one that jumped, that, that, that you know, they caught glimpses of. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're seeing it from the kid's perspective. Mm-hmm. They think the dog is like as big as a horse. Yeah. That's the director saying this is how big they they think it is in their mind. Yeah. They were what? 12? Yeah. Come on. Okay. Man, I'm not going to lie. We might need to do 10. I feel like you already have three in the bag and like we're halfway done and there's like so many good dogs. Well, we can do some honorable mentions. Okay. I'm going to go with. Wait, what were the two you just picked? Uh, Chance, Chance and, and Hercules. Hercules. I'm going to go Brian Griffin. From Family Guy. How did I not think of Brian? (laughs) What am I doing? Brian's hilarious. I can't believe I didn't think of Brian. (laughs) Brian Griffin from Family Guy. Gah. Shaggy. I got to go Scooby-Doo. Scooby. Yeah, I'm going Brian Griffin and Scooby-Doo. I feel like a freaking poser that I didn't think of Brian. I feel like every time we do one of these, there's one you completely forget. How did I forget? Like when we were doing like our comedy, our sitcom draft, and I said Scrubs, and you're like, I can't believe I forgot about Scrubs. I don't. uh, It's a CTE. How about the stuffed dog from Scrubs? I know, right? In Turk's apartment. What's that dog's name? I could not tell you. I don't remember at all. Couldn't tell you. Isn't it? It's Rusty. Yes, it is. It is Rusty. <laughs> Rusty from Scrubs. Yeah. If I'd have drafted Rusty from Scrubs, would that have just set you over the edge? I don't know. Like if I would have just not prefaced it and just said Rusty from Scrubs. <laughs> I would have been like, huh? And I said, and when the stuffed dog. Yeah, yeah. And then I would have lost it. Brian Griffin. Such a, Brian's such a great character. It's a talking dog who's so proper and smart He's with pretentious. his dumb family. He's pretentious. Yeah. You're supposed to like think Brian is like, that's a character flaw. Yep. All right. My fourth and fifth are going to be, I'm going to go with, oh boy, I'm going to go with Gus, oh, the lead dog in Iron Will. Oh, okay. Absolute heart of a champion. Will's dad dies tragically, and he was Gus's, and Gus was his dad's best dog, and Will takes him, and they go win this 500-mile race. He's able to save his family's house and business and farm and whatever it is and all this and gus was the champion that got him there through thick and thin love gus such a great dog and my sixth my fifth pick these are probably my favorite ones if i'm being honest old dan and little ann from wait that's two dogs well i feel like they're together does that count or not no oh if i have to separate them then i gotta go that's like you saying i'm taking chance and shadow Okay, like, I got to go with Little Ann then from where the red fern grows. Oh, good. Pick. One of the dogs he gets. And that that's another one that just rips your heart out at the end. But such great dogs. And I can't remember the young boy's name. He's he, he's able to go and just do amazing hunting things with these dogs. Such a just a good, like wholesome, but teaches you life lessons and teaches you like life isn't fair when you're a young kid type of movie. Little Ann. I'm going to go Eddie from Frasier. I love that little dog. Great dog. Eddie's awesome. Yep. Um, and then probably should say it. It's such a classic. I'm going to go Snoopy. Snoopy. Good did, picks. Did Snoopy play baseball with those guys? I don't mm. know that he did. I don't think so. Yeah. I do not think so. 
Snoopy dancing is hilarious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. My sixth and seventh are going to be. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take Beethoven. Ah, that was the one I almost took instead of Snoopy. Really? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm like Beethoven's so big and he destroys their house. Yeah, very very slobbery. Um, boy, family love that dog though. And then after Beethoven, I gotta go with. I gotta go with old Dan. I gotta have them both. From Redfern? Yeah. I gotta have both old Dan and little Ann. Surprised so you haven't taken old Yeller. You've so taken a lot of things that are like it's sad when the dog dies. I know. I love those things. Yeah, I don't love when dogs die. That sounded bad. All right, your next two picks, seven and eight. Coming I'm, up. I'm gonna take Shadow from Homeward Bound. I almost took him. Great pick. Shadow. Dude, it is so freaking sad when he's down in that hole. Chance. Yeah, that's a pretty good shadow. It is so sad, and then when you see him come limping over the hill, what a, what an absolute just tear your heart out to complete joy moment. Okay, Peter. <laughs> yeah, my next one, I'm taking Ren from Ren and Stimpy, dude. You idiot. <laughs> Ren the little Chihuahua is awesome. awesome. We watched a lot of Ren and Stimpy at my house. Powdered Toast Man. I never really watched Ren and Stimpy. Actually, I don't know if I've ever seen I've probably they, seen uh, an episode of it. They, they had this uh, product that they would see on TV that called Log. Yeah. It's Log. It's Log. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. It's Log. It's Log. <laughs> it's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I'm going to go. So is this your eight and nine pick now? This is eight and nine for me. How many have I picked? You have eight. Okay. I'm going to go Baxter from Anchorman. Oh, I forgot about Baxter. <laughs> Baxter. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Baxter's bilingual. Yep. You know I don't speak Spanish. I'm in a glass case of emotion. I can't believe the bad man punted Baxter. I can't believe I forgot Baxter. Yeah. Great. Great poll. <laughs> and uh, number nine for me will be. I'm going to go Lassie. Ah, Lassie was on my We're list. We're going to keep it classic. Lassie. Gosh, I'm going to be disappointed with like three I didn't pick as soon as we're done. Well, they'll make honorable mention. Yep. Okay, All so right, this I is your last two. Last two. Okay. I'm going to go with Santa's Little Helper from The Simpsons. Amazing. Was he on your list? Yes. Yeah. A greyhound that they rescued from the track <laughs> who has like 25 puppies. Okay. Last pick. Oh, yeah. Santa's Little Helper also gets a twisted stomach, and the Simpsons have to <laughs> pony up the cash to fix it. Arguably the star of his show, Comet from Full House. You son of a gun. <laughs> you took my last pick. I took I took a couple golden retrievers. Golden retrievers are lovable. Yeah, Comet. <laughs> I love when Comet has the day he gets lost, and then it's just the whole... The whole episode is just him living his best life in the city. Isn't there an episode where Comet has like an inner monologue we can hear? Yes. Yeah. Is that the one? Yep. Oh, no, okay. that's not the oh. one. I think there's that one, but then there's also the one where he's gone and they just show him like he finds like a female golden retriever and he's hanging out on those trolleys of San Francisco and they're going and eating out of like a dumpster behind a restaurant and it's great. Comet's awesome. Comet is awesome. And my 10th pick in the fictional dog draft jeez louise um knowing knowing your track record of what you've picked so far i'm assuming it's old yeller 
Guess the dog gets shot. He's on my list. Is Old Yeller on your list? Oh, yeah. But I'm going to go Scud from Toy Story. Scud. <laughs> the dog from Toy Story. The wiener dog. Or whatever he is from Toy Story. He's a dog's like this. That's slinky. I don't know. That's slink. Well, is, there's, is there's Scud. Scud, I think, is Sid's dog that like, yes, grabs the, the toys one. and shakes them. Wait, is Slinky the dog? Slinky's the toy dog that's, that's the one whose I body's a Slinky. That's not Scud. Hey, Woody. That's the one I want. That's Slink. Oh, my bad. I'm yeah. going to go Slink. Slink from Scud toy is Story. Sid's dog. Yeah, that dog's a jerk. Yeah. But also, that dog's pretty metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's so many that didn't get named. Okay. My top. Uh, my top. 13, 12 all got listed by both of us. What are, oh, I didn't even rank mine. I just made a list. What are some give me two honorable mentions from your list? Uh Old Yeller. Okay. Just horrible that the kid has to put his own dog down. And Benji. Ah. Do you remember the movie Benji back in the day? Yeah. Classic from our day. Okay, I'll give you two honorable mentions. Okay. We'll just bounce back and forth. Sure. Cat Dog. Oh. <laughs> from Nickelodeon. <laughs> I forgot about Cat Dog. And uh Clifford. Oh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, of course. Did you have him on your list? Yep. yep. Um, the Dalmatians. But I there was like four that I remember the name, but well, I can't remember Pongo the name. Pongo and now. Purdy were the parents. Yeah, and then there was like three that started with D. There's a little fat one too, right? Yeah. A sleepy one. I can't remember all the names. And then I also had a uh um uh Marley from Marley and Me. I thought you'd pick Marley. So sad. Um okay, I've got Goofy and Pluto? Classics. The Goof Troop. How about Snot from Christmas Vacation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cousin Eddie's dog. And Milo from The Mask. Remember oh, yeah. his dog Milo in yeah, The Mask? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, White Fang. <laughs> Classic. And the Taco Bell Chihuahua. <laughs> Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> Did you have that Taco Bell Chihuahua? No, down? I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, uh, I have Toto. Um, yep, Toto. And the Hound from Fox and the Hound. That dog had a name. Yeah, I couldn't remember, so I just wrote Hound. How about Rin Tin Tin? Yeah, didn't have it, um, but now I remember it. Wasn't there a dog called Balto? Yeah. yeah. Yep, Balto. And then this one is actually a real dog, but Leica, the dog the Soviets put up in space, really? was like one of the first living things that they sent oh. up in space. It was um, It was like a stray dog in russia that they they grabbed off the street there's actually a a statue of leica i think it's in moscow maybe wow but like i think the nose is pretty um shiny because people always pet it but they've sent that dog up there knowing it was gonna die they're like let's just see how long it lives up there Jeez, that's horrible um cujo and otis from milo and otis are the last ones i've written down cujo is the dog that like kills people right Mm -hmm. um cujo what was that dog the book is like the dog. It's like a kid's book from when it's like an uh, illustrated book. The dog like goes out and like it walks through like a drain pipe and it gets dirty. And you know what I mean? The dog is like white and then it gets dirty as it's walking around. Hmm. Um, Harry, the dog. Let me see. Harry, the dirty dog. Yeah. Show it to me. 100%. Harry, the dirty dog. Harry, the dirty dog. I don't remember that at all. Oh, that was a popular kid's book. Huh? I got one for you. Okay. The puppy who lost his way. Dude. From Billy Madison. I forgot about that. <laughs> and, you know, because the puppy, society. Yeah. 
I just watched uh, like four days ago. Woke up early one morning. I popped a movie on, drank coffee. I watched the movie Dog featuring Channing Tatum. I was just thinking about that. Like, what was that dog's name? Uh, I think it was Lila. He called it. He just called it Dog all movie long. But I think it was Lila or Layla. And oh man, it's a good movie. I was I had some tears moments. I was trying to think of like Disney movies where they had dogs. Yeah, and I was also like trying to think of like my favorite sitcoms. Are the hyenas from Lion King technically dogs? They probably are, although they're not good people. No, I was thinking of like sitcom. That's what made me think of Comet. I was thinking of sitcoms. Like, do these people have dogs? But there's not a lot of dogs in shows. Yeah, really, that are a big part of it. Outside of like Comet, that's it. And Eddie. Yeah, and Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie was pretty prominently featured. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of um, like step by step. They didn't have a dog. Family, nope. Family Matters. I don't think they nope. had a dog. Home Improvement. I was trying to think of yeah, them. none did. of them had it. Boy Meets World. No dog. Growing Pains. I don't really remember nope. them. No dog. dog. Oh, Boy Meets World had a dog. They did. Wasn't it like white and gray and shaggy? Boy, I do not remember if they did. I thought they had a dog. I do not remember. Did they have a dog on Hang Time? <laughs> Probably not. Gosh, so many. I love dogs. So many great, so many great prominent dogs. Uh, you just don't see them a lot more. You don't see them a lot anymore in movies. But shout out to them. Should we do a nineties quick hitter and call it a night? Sure. Do you? We couldn't. We could not have gotten very far with a fictional cat draft. Yeah, I mean Felix the cat, uh, cat dog, the one from Sabrina. Um, what was his name? Was it Black Cat from yeah, Sabrina? It wasn't. What it was wasn't, his name? Hold on. It wasn't Shadow, was it? No. No, Cas- not Casper. Oh, Sassy from Homeward Bound. Yeah. What was that cat's name from Sabrina that talked? driving me nuts. Um, I'll find it. That I can't think of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, Other cats. Jeez. Garfield. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'd have to do that one like three. Salem. Salem. There it is. Um, yeah. What, what did you just say? The Garfield. Cat, the cat from Garfield. Oh, the, the other dog I almost named was Odie. Oh, yeah. Odie from Garfield. Yeah. What was that? Um, oh, what's that cat's name from Garfield? The gray one. Don't remember. It's something but similar. Doctor Evil's cat. Mister Bigglesworth. That's another one. Mister Bigglesworth. Yep. It's similar to. Um, is it Myra? Could Myra, be. I think, might be the cat from. Because I think I it had the know. same name as Steve Urkel's girlfriend. Gosh, I don't know. Well, that'd be Myra. Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. Nineties quick hitter. Did you have these in your room? The glow in the dark stars. Yes. That you'd put on your bedroom wall. How amazing were those? I love those so much. I had, I bet I had 50 of them up all over my walls. And I had a big blank wall behind my head where I slept. And I turned the light off and those babies would be lighting up. It was so trippy and amazing for me to feel like I turned my fan on. So I'm getting that fan buzz going. And then I'm sitting or I'm laying and sleeping in outer space. It was awesome. Yeah, I felt so cool. My brother and I had those all over our seat. I love those. And the, putty or the sticky tack we put up like it eventually basically became concrete yeah like when we left we took them down i don't think the sticky tack ever came down no i had just like texture i I used that stuff to put up so many posters and when i tried to dig them down it was basically just ripped poster corners stuck to the wall and all that stuff you had to like grind it off and repaint the walls and everything so the cat from garfield was called normal that was the gray one there was arlene but then i just remembered heathcliff Oh yeah, Heathcliff, Pink Panther. Yep, and then then you what start about the Cheeto Cat, Chester Cheeto. Does that count? Oh yeah, and then Tony you start, the Tiger. Yes, and then you started getting into like Simba and Mufasa. Oh yeah, and, like, those are cats. Sheer Khan. So we yeah. totally could do it, I guess. Whatever the Bayerga, but Maybe. no, 
but what's the cat from Jungle Book? It's it's like Bayer. Uh, oh, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Frick. Get Bagheer. Yeah. Oh gosh, you're so close. I know, I'm very close. You're so close. Jungle Book. Beer, Bariga, Bagheera. Bagheera? No, that, that sounds right. Bagheera. Bagheera, yep. Bagheera is the panther. That's the bad one, right? Mm-hmm. Shere Khan is their friend, the yep. tiger. Yep. All right. That was a fun episode, buddy. Short, sweet, to the point. Great. I think people are going to absolutely love it. I'll be honest. When you texted me and said we we're going to talk fictional dogs, I was like, mm, no, this is not going to be great, but I loved it. Yeah. There's a lot of good dogs out there. It's great. Uh, yeah. Down the road, we might have to do cats. So that was fun. Uh, people, go buy your paint from Vista Paints. 100%. Buy Please your baseball equipment from it. Burkhart Baseball. Yes. Buy your baseball equipment. And softball equipment. And softball equipment. Get your beef from Adam. If you need to, uh, let me know. We, I'll take orders right now. I got to keep them back. However, I need to fatten up before I take them to the sale barn. So let me know. Um, I hope you enjoy your week because I guess when you're hearing this, it'll be the start of a new week. So I hope it goes great for you. It's supposed to be warm here in Iowa. No joke, folks. (laughs) Um, And just stay fresh. We love you all. Appreciate you listening. Tell your friends about the pod. Please uh, review the pod. Five-star review, preferably. Tell your friends. We want to be the one and only preeminent 90s pod in the world. Total 90s domination. Wouldn't that be cool? Sure. All right. Well, until next time, take care and hot, hot.